This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's fitness trainer Danielle Palladino. She is Squats and Margaritas. She has the best body you've ever seen. She's cut, she's lean, and she can throw back some tequila. I am here for it. When you have a balanced lifestyle, you go hard in the gym, you enjoy your life, you enjoy some cocktails. And both of us have found that balance is the key. Here's my episode with Danielle Palladino. I talked to my sister one night and she was like, so I met this girl and she has the best body you've ever seen. She's like in amazing shape and she can throw down some tequila. (laughs) I was like, well, (laughs) I need to meet her. (laughs) Like she, you are squats and margaritas. That, That Well, she, every time I see her, she's like, you are my sister. <laughs> I know yes. you, you don't miss a cocktail and you don't miss a workout. I don't know how much you know about my background, but I struggled for two decades from like 16 to 36 with body image, eating disorders, um, everything, bulimia, exercise, bulimia, anorexia. And then I got past that and was just living the way that I thought women were supposed to like restrict your calories do your cardio every day. And Danielle, I was 20 pounds heavier when I was working out seven days a week, doing my cardio, only eating salads. Absolutely. But don't you feel like women are taught calories in versus calories out? Yeah. And what the sad part is, unfortunately, your story is not rare. I hear this all the time. I've talked to thousands of women and it's your story is very common, unfortunately. And the hardest part is realizing like restricting calories will not make you lose weight. (laughs) And it's just, we are, that's wired in our heads from day one at such a young age. And it's really difficult to kind of rewire that even though the science is there, it's our thinking that has to change. Cause nobody tells women that. And then I always yeah. thought like, it's the whole stigma of like getting bulky. Like you, you think the men are like in the weight room and the women are on the cardio machines. But I always say now look at around your gym and the women with the best bodies, they're not on the cardio machines. They're in the weight no. room. They're exactly. lifting. Yes. <laughs> but it's such yeah. a, like, I had to completely retrain my brain because at all my twenties, it was I thought I was doing it the right way. It was so, it was the frustration, which is a whole other aspect. Cause when you're frustrated and you're stressed, then you get cortisol and that hormone makes you hold on to fat. Everything that I was doing was working against me. Like my stress, my frustration, my constant cardio, my body was starving. I would like, I was so used to being hungry and it was almost like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry, but I'm not going to eat. I'm losing, right. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to it, it was accomplishing something. You yes, like it was star. what you're supposed to do. Yes. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to save my cow. Cal- I would like save my calories for a meal, even though I'd be so hungry. I'd be like, well, it's not lunchtime yet. And I just had breakfast. So I would save my calories when my body was just starving. And when, after a workout, when your body needs them, I want to get into all this, but basically I figured out this balanced lifestyle of you don't need to be in the gym seven days a week, go in hard when you're in there four or five times a week, I lift heavy and I get the most out of my workout, maybe 30 minutes. And I enjoy cocktails daily and I'm in the best shape of my life and I'm happy. And 
I almost feel like I don't deserve the body that I'm in now because when I was working so hard and being so diligent, I weighed 20 pounds more and it was a harder lifestyle and I was pissed every day. I know. And that's what kills me is when I have clients who initially come to me and they are putting in the effort and their results are not matching their effort. They're not sitting at home doing nothing. They are putting in the work. Um, and it's just, it kills me when I see they're just putting their effort in the wrong area and it doesn't have to be that difficult. It really doesn't, but you are spot on with the weights. Weights is the way to go. I hate cardio. I hate cardio. (laughs) Everyone hates cardio. You just feel like you, you have to sweat, but that's right. not getting you, you results. Like if you're not dying or laying in a <laughs> you know puddle of your own sweat, you didn't actually get a good workout in, which is just not the case yeah. at all. I had a trainer saying like a lot of people and me admittedly, like you equate the sweat with like fat loss. Like you look at all this sweat. Like I'm like, you're actually like dripping fat right. off you. And, and honestly, I would go to like weight train and I'd be like, I don't even feel like I did anything. I didn't even break a sweat, but like you did so much more and you did so much more to set yourself up for the next day of like calorie burning by weight training right. and like cardio you're, you're burning right then. And so you get the like benefit of like the sweat and you feel good right then. Exactly. But like, once you hop off that treadmill, you stop burning calories, but with weight training, you're burning calories all day long, doing nothing. Like you're getting yes. those freebie, like, yes burning calories. They're free. (laughs) Yes. The whole point of me writing the book was to get this message out there, but I'm not a professional on anything. So I find women that look like you and our personal trainers and our professional to come on and share this message to the woman who is working out and not seeing results frustrated. Like I'm barely eating. I do my cardio every day and I'm not losing weight. And that's what we're taught. And it honestly, like I feel like that is my mission in life to talk to that woman that was me on the cardio machine and not eating. Um, but you like, was it something you had to learn or it seemed like I was reading about you, like you started weight training with your dad at 12. Honestly, I just, I've always played sports and, you know, we had some sort of gym in the garage or something like that. Or, you know, when I was too old to go to the daycare at the gym, my dad, you know, told me to lie to the people at the front desk so I could just work out with him (laughs) sort of thing. So, um, I've always enjoyed weight training. Um, you know, even in high school, I was signed up for weight class. Well, yeah, why not? It's better than any other PE class. I was the only girl Really, the only girl in the class, but it was great. I enjoyed it. And it's just, it's part of my routine and it makes me feel good. Um, and you know, you kind of touched base a little bit, like the whole, if you lift weights, you're going to be bulky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can we talk? I wish this was video and people could see you like, look at you. I mean, long people like long, lean, beautiful, muscles, like tone. There's nothing bulky about you. It's it. I hate the stigma. I lift heavy. I yes. Promise. That's another and part of I it. Eat. <laughs> um, you're my dream guest. <laughs> you're not going to like, I just want to shake and hug women at the same time. Like going from the f- 20 pound kettlebell from the 15 pound, you know, kettlebell twice a week is not going to make bulky. You're not going to get bulky. These women who they consider bulky are 
working out eight hours a day. They're eating more than your entire family to even like grow the muscle. I mean, it's just, it's not realistic. It just doesn't happen. You know, training three or four times a week. It's not going to happen. Your Um, body's not going to naturally bulk. Like women that look like that are doing something very specific to achieve that. So it's not something you should be afraid of. For me, in my mind, it was, I just wanted to tone. So I was going to stick to lightweights to tone and I didn't want to be bulky. Now hearing myself, it's like, I don't know how I even like (laughs) rationalize this. I didn't have, like, I have a muscle. I didn't have any muscle tone in my arm whatsoever until I started lifting heavy. Like you're not going to bulk. You're going to tone that tone you're trying to get comes with lifting heavy. Yes. And it's not out there. Like no one says this. <laughs> no, no, it's, it goes against everything we are taught, especially when we're young. That's yes. just, it's, it's not, it's not the case. And not even the lifting too. Like diet culture doesn't want us to be having this conversation about eating all the time because it's like all this calorie restriction. And I, I mean, my body shut off, like what I was eating and how much I was working out. It was like, you're going to die. You're not feeding me. Like, I'm just going to hold on to everything. And as frustrated as I was, it was like, you're not fueling us. And now do you know, Dr. Stacy Sims, she wrote like roar. Uh, it's all about the women's physiology and how women, women are not small men. And she talks about how you shouldn't train <laughs> like a man. And she right. was like, you have to have abundance in order to, to, uh, lose weight. And that sounds like counterintuitive, but if you don't have abundance of food coming in, your body's like, Oh shit, like we're, we are starving. So you have to have more reverse diet to make your metabolism kick back on. Your body just holds onto that fat for fear of not getting more. And until your body knows more fat is coming in on a regular basis, then it will start to give up and lose that fat, yes. but it's not, it's going to store it for survival, for fear. It, you are eating to trust you. 1400 calories. You can't diet. Like don't even think about dropping your calories. If you want to lose weight, you now there's certain ways, but you have to slowly increase your calories, not to lose the weight. Yes. Increase. Now, yes. And what you don't know that already, if you're eating, you know, 900, a thousand calories or something ridiculous like that. And you, you do that for weeks, you have one, you know, cheat meal, one bad day. What's going to happen is you're going to gain all that weight back immediately quick, just one day. I'm glad you said that cheat day. It's just, it's not, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It really really doesn't. And do you like know your caloric intake and do you like do your macros or you just know where your body is? Like you don't have to count. So I have done that for years. So I'm at a point where I already in my head know what I need to consume and things like that. And I'm a creature of habit. Honestly, I've had the same thing for breakfast for probably 10 years. And (laughs) it's like the one thing I don't have to think about every day. Like it's just automatic six to eight ounces of egg whites, one egg over easy with salsa. And it takes five minutes to cook, but it's lean, it's protein. And even if the rest of my day is crazy, I know I at least got like a good, healthy, high protein meal in, in the beginning. That's just what I like. And you eat breakfast because the people that are intermittent fasting and have eating hours, I know people that eat from 12 to seven. Those are their eating hours. Okay. That might work. All you're doing is 
condensing the calories in a shorter period of time. Like you're not really changing. How do I put this? Yeah. Um, You're still eating the same amount, just in a shorter time period. And a nutritionist actually made a good point. She was like, it doesn't equate to fat loss, but some people just do really well with hard limits. So say a woman would eat so much at night and like that would throw her off. She'd have, I know a lot of people, they're like, I do great all day. And then at night I start snacking. But if you put a hard stop at seven, then that person's going to lose weight because they stopped eating at seven. It's not intermittent fasting. It's a stop. Yes. That's my exact point. Um, you know, a banana, you know, is, has the same and fat at 12 o'clock in the afternoon as it does 12 o'clock at night. The calories and carbs of that banana don't magically change, you know, every yes. few hours. It is what it is. And it, I just feel like I could never do intermittent fasting because now I live by intuitive eating and I listen to my body. And for so long, I didn't, That's what I, was about to say. You have yeah, to I was starving and I didn't listen to it. And then it, my body was like, Oh, you're going to binge on all this and then throw up. Like I did that for almost 10 years. And my body is finally like trusting me, like you said again. And it's like, if I have a hunger cue that I'm hungry and be like, well, it's not 12, <laughs> it's goes against <laughs> everything that like intuitive eating changed everything. If you are hungry, eat, but there's another side to it. Check back in and don't, you don't need to finish the whole plate. Are you satisfied? Stop eating. Right. And it sounds so simple, but I, I don't like wasting. So I would like eat everything on my plate and on my kid's plate. And then like, I didn't waste, but you kind of did because you just like wasted it into your body. Like your body's a trash can. Like you didn't throw it in the <laughs> trash, but you just trashed it into trashed your body. Your body. Right. Yeah. Because you didn't want to waste. And now I'm just like, I don't wait. You don't have to waste it. Like you can, I always say, I always go and get fish tacos and I get them exactly like they're prepared before it would be like, if I got fish tacos, no sour cream, um, no cheese, uh, guacamole on the side. And it's like, do you, you don't even want that. But now <laughs> I eat them exactly how they are prepared, but I have one. And then is there two more on my plate? Do I need them? I don't need them. And then like an hour or two later, I'm hungry again you might want them. and yeah. I might want them. So I'm not wasting it, but you don't have to bomb your body with these big meals. If you, I eat all day long and now like I'll have breakfast. And then if I'm hungry an hour later, have another breakfast, which would have been so insane to me when I was like calorie counting and heavier because I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't have two breakfasts. And I weigh 20 pounds less now eating two breakfasts. One of the first things when I have a new client, I tell them, if you are hungry, you need to let me know. It's not designed to be hungry. You should not feel hungry. This is not like a crash diet. Like do if please text me right then in the middle of the night, call me, whatever it is. Like you should never feel hungry. It's not going to work. That's not the point. Honor your hunger cues when fullness and hunger learn how to fuel it properly and with good food, but starvation hunger is not the way to lose weight. Even though that's what we're told, um, our whole life, except professionals like you, when the the trainer at my gym was like, you need to eat more. And I would tell people like the trainer field, like I just started eating more and then I started losing weight and they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, no, nobody else knows this. Like (laughs) nobody told the regular people eat and get off the treadmill and we can look like you like, and I'm trying, that is my mission to spread that message. And the other part of it, it is a balanced lifestyle. Like you have to enjoy your life. And if you cut something out that you enjoy, which for you and I happens to be tequila at some point, you're going to have it. 
and you're going to go off the rails and or drink too much or, or eat too whatever it's chocolate chip cookies for you or something like I'm not having sweets. You're going to have it. And then before it would be like, oh, I had a cookie. I might as well eat the box of cookies and I'll start over on Monday because I failed. But it's not a a diet. It's a lifestyle. So you don't quit or fail. You have the thing. You don't have it every day. And you're happy. (laughs) When people will ask me, well, what am I, what can I eat? What can I not eat? I'm like, I'm not giving you a list of eat this, don't eat this. There's no such thing as a bad food. Let's just figure out what works for your lifestyle. We'll never say, oh, you can't have cake on your daughter's birthday or let's you have a glass of wine. Out- yeah. It's balance is sustainable. Like you can do that every day. Like I have a cookie or something in the morning with my coffee. I don't have it again after lunch. Or if I go out and have drinks with my girlfriends at happy hour, I won't have wine with dinner. You just make allowances during your day yes. where you don't feel deprived because you got the thing that you wanted. And it makes it almost, you know, don't you feel like it's like not as enticing anymore? It's like it's wine. I have wine every day. So it's not like, oh, I can't drink wine. It's not as like tempting. Cause I have it all the time. Exactly. That's the great. Yes. It's absolutely. not, it's not so like, Oh, and you're not going to totally, I, I do drink every day and I don't wake up hungover because I don't drink a bottle because I can have a glass of wine with dinner or a glass, a glass of wine before bed. Yeah. And then yes. I don't feel deprived because I got wine And this balance has changed everything for me. I'm not stressed out all the time. I'm not feeling like, um, I'm not, I'm missing out on what I want uh, deprived. I'm just, I I get what I want. I work out hard in the gym. I lift now. I lift a lot heavier than I was not so much cardio cardio. I'll do for like a mental break from my children where I can listen to not wheels on the bus. That is the only reason when I have clients who are like, well, I really, you know, I want to run or I, you know, want to take this hit class or whatever is like, if you need to do that for your mental health, that's fine. We can program around that, but just know that is for your mental health. So you, you know, let, let's keep your husband alive, your kids alive, whatever <laughs> right. it is. However, that's for your mental health, not for your physical. That's, that's as long as we're on the same page and we understand that. Yes. Everybody needs, especially moms and you're a single mom. You like, what if somebody's listening to this right now? Like, oh my God, she's in great shape. Like she probably has all this time. You're a single mom of two kids. And you don't like, you still get it in. Like, what do you say to somebody that's like, I just don't I know. And it's funny because people think, oh, you know, you're work. I'm working out all day. I'm yeah. not <laughs> when I do have, most of my clients are virtual. And then the few in-person clients that I do have, I'm not working out with them. So my day isn't any different from anyone else's. I don't spend hours on the treadmill before I work out and yeah. things like that. We're talking like a 40 minute in and out workout. How but many days a week do you? Three or four. Three or I four. I love it. Yeah. Um, and look at you. <laughs> I'm like, that's a good, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's good weeks and there's bad weeks. Yeah. But um, having a plan, going into the gym, knowing what you're going to do, targeting specific body parts on certain days. And then, you know, the next day you target a different body part. And guess what? You're allowing the body part you worked the previous day to rest. So your body doesn't feel exhausted and worn out and tired. You're not beating up your body um, by working everything out every day or doing hit five days a week and things like that. Yes. And it's you're, you're in and you're out. 
Yes. You and literally can get a great workout in, in 35, 40 minutes. Yes. Three, that, four days a week. Before it was like, I would take an hour class and be like, well, I don't have time to do that class today. So I wouldn't do anything. But when you look at it as just one like section of your body that you're working out, it's not so overwhelming. And again, rest, you're letting the other part of your body rest. I never gave myself yes. rest days because you couldn't pay me to take a day off seven days a week. I don't care if I'm on vacation again, 20 pounds heavier living this way because I had to get a workout in. I was never letting my muscles rebuild and like get any of the gains from what I did before, like right. breaking them down. Cause I yes. didn't take any days off. They, they're not going to grow unless they rest. Exactly. And you said something too. I saw something you were posting, um, recently about doing exercises in the right order. Like something that's like really challenging, like compound, most difficult exercises. You say do those first to get the most out of it. Yes. I mean, you want a, a warm up first. Don't okay. get me wrong, like a, a, a proper warm up. But when your body's still fresh um, and compound movements are not necessarily for everyone. Um, if you've never lifted at all, you know, I probably wouldn't program something like that for someone right yeah. off the bat. But yeah, you want your body to be fresh. If you're doing any sort of using multiple muscles, fresh, not tired at the end of a workout. Um, and again, your workouts only need to be, you know, 40 minutes or so they're not, you're not, you don't need to spend hours in the gym for somebody just starting out. How much is it? Um, if they're looking for weight loss, nutrition versus, um, working out and like what they say, like, can you out train a bad diet? Like, should somebody be focused more on their nutrition or nutrition is 80% of it. Okay. I don't care if you are a male trying to um, put on muscle, it, you have to feed the muscle and eat enough calories. If you are trying to lose weight, um, and you know, lose fat, you, it's all about eating. It really is 80% nutrition. So someone that is just feeling inspired and like wants to work with you, like you tell them first focus on their nutrition. Um, and then they can, you can do virtual sessions so they don't have to be in Nashville where you are. No. So majority of my clients, um, honestly, I've had some of them for years and I haven't, I've never even met them. Wow. And, um, it, it's just, it's crazy, but there's two parts. There's the nutrition and the fitness. Some clients want both. Some okay. just want one or the other. Um, it just really depends. Everything I do is going to be custom to that person. It's awesome. going to be based on their lifestyle, their goals, their experience. Um, so it's not a, a cookie cutter program. I'm not handing them a eat this, don't eat this sort of thing. It's really digging into, okay, do you, are you someone who likes to cook? Here's recipes. Here's things like that. Are you someone who, um, you know, is always going out to restaurants. Okay. Here's what Let's to order. talk about what to order. I have yeah. clients literally text messaging me. This is where I'm going to dinner with half, you know, dinner with girlfriends. What should I order? All right. These three options. And here is why, wow. um, do you need meal prep services? Whatever it is to make your life as easy as possible. And it has to be realistic for your life. So that's going to look very different for, a stay at home mom versus, um, an executive who's traveling on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. So that has to come into play what, what's going to work for them. And then the fitness side, I have an app 
So I program specifically for that person. Um, you know, they might say, I'll, I can work out at home three days a week for 30 minutes and I can go into a gym, you know, two days a week for an hour, mm -hmm. whatever is their schedule is, I will program for them. I have tons of bands, uh, programs that I send bands to clients. If they need to work out at home, if they like going in a gym, whatever, again, is realistic to their lifestyle and, Yes. their goals. It's, it's customized. And then it's, it's sustainable. It's realistic. It's not like you send them this meal plan. They're like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> like there's no, it's not overwhelming. No, it's, no. Yeah. You got me. That, and I'm not going to say you can't drink. You can't yeah. do that. You know, there's exactly not, you know, all these diets, keto intermittent fasting. Okay. They may work short term, mm -hmm. but even if they do work short term, you're not going to do it forever. No, they're so not. The second you go back to normal life, yep. you gain the weight back and then you feel more defeated than when you even started in the first place. And then yes. you, you want to give up in general. And it takes you that much longer to actually want to try the next thing. Yes. And look at your body and you live your life with balance. And I, you got me on your website. It's that you create balance without food restriction or hours in the gym. And that is exactly how I do it now. And it sounds so like counterintuitive. You don't have to restrict your food and you don't have to spend you hours like in you're the cheating gym. The system, yeah. Right? You're like, no, you do have to restrict and <laughs> hours in the gym. That's the only way. And it's like, I lived that way for 20 years, Danielle, from 16 I to 36. If we feel like if we're not suffering, yes. we're not, we're not yes. or sweating or starving, yes. you're not doing something right. But I didn't have any results till I started eating all the time, lifting heavier and not depriving myself anymore. Cause there's something to be said of just being happy and content and not stressed that your body just kind of goes to like its set point. And I feel like a knock, I don't know, but I feel like I have been able to stay where I'm supposed to be at eating pretty much whatever I want, because I finally am at where I'm supposed to be. And my body trusts me again. And it's like, Oh, she eats like this all the time. We know what to do with this. It's like, it's not, she's starving, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so that's a thing. And you're okay. feeding the muscle. Yes. And women yes. starve everything, starve the muscle, starve everything. <laughs> And I need people like you and that look like you to spread this message with me. And as a professional, cause I'm always like, I'm not a professional, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a trainer, but I can tell you what I figured out. And then I'm happy to share with you. And then I'm happy to bring on actual professionals <laughs> that can back me up on this. So I have a little bit of credibility. Um, you are Danielle underscore health on Instagram. Um, and you offer a free breakthrough session for clients. If they're interested, how do they yeah, get that? Absolutely. Um, that we just really dig into what their goals are, what a possible plan would look like for them. Um, and we kind of just go from there, but again, everything is custom to that client. It's okay. not just a, you know, cookie cutter program by any means it's digging and seeing, okay. And finding out, are they ready? Are they really ready mm -hmm. to make that commitment? Because like you said, it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet with a start date and an end date. And it's finding out, okay, are you ready for a full lifestyle change? Yeah. And a person that is feeling motivated was one tip. Like how would you say to somebody that is like considering they want to make a change? Like what, where do they start? Like what, what can they do? Uh, 
don't wait. Like don't yeah. wait till Monday to start the next diet. Don't wait till yeah. after that vacation or don't wait until after the holidays or whatever it is. Yep. Start now. And they can reach out to me through social media, um, my website anyway, and we could just kind of talk it through, but I don't wait. You don't have to wait until you get back from vacation or whatever it may be to start. It's just start now. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.